Welcome to the Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. Welcome to the Feathered Desert, Desert, and this podcast is Owls of the Arizona, and it's part one. The Silent Hunters of the Night. So Arizona, as we have talked, Kirsten and I have talked about before, is a haven for bird life. It's a state with multitudes of diverse landscapes that range from deserts to conifer forests to incredibly very different types of landscaped mountain ranges. It has breathtaking canyons, riparian areas with cottonwoods and willows, very much untouched by man. This landscape diversity supports a very diverse selection of bird life, and that includes, are you ready, 13 different types of owls. I was floored when I thought I'd do this podcast, figure maybe six at the most. No, 13. That's why it's in two parts. So Kirsten is going to start us off with some really uh, general fascinating facts. All right. So yes, just as Cheryl said, some general facts. Owls live in a variety of habitats, which is perfect because we have a variety of habitats here. For every type of bird habitat, there is an owl that fits into it. Owls are nocturnal raptors, birds of prey also, if you've heard both of those, same thing, specialized for hunting in the dark, and they are equipped with excellent night vision for that dark hunting, dark night hunting. But there are a few owls that are active during the day. There's always an exception. There's always an exception to the rule when it comes to Mother Nature. To be more specific, diurnal, by definition, diurnal means happening or active during the daytime. Animals that are diurnal are usually awake and active during the daytime. So some of our owls that are awake during the day are burrowing owls, the short-eared owls, and snowy owls. Crepuscular means relating to twilight. So it refers to animals that are active in the twilight. So that means they're going to be active at dawn and they're going to be active at dusk. A few of our owls that do that are the northern pygmy owl and the ferruginous pygmy pygmy owl. Nocturnal means occurring at night or active at night. And that is a good majority of our owls. But some examples are northern sawwheat owl, the barn owl, and the boreal owl. Now, one of my favorite things about owls is they all have specialized feathers for silent flight. That means that you're not going to hear them as they fly over. And that's what they want when they're hunting. So the tiny elf owl actually is the noisiest when he's in flight. And that's, (laughs) that's, I mean, that's quite, that's saying quite a lot, actually. You'll probably just barely hear him when he's flying through. And and they're very small. Um, It's interesting because the elf owl actually hunts insects. And some insects can actually hear. Yes. And, I mean, a lot of insects can hear. But the ones that he's focusing on... Um, they actually have the ability to hear. So it kind of begs the question, why exactly did this little owl, the smallest owl, one of the very smallest owls, actually become more noisy than other owls? I don't know, but I just thought that was interesting. Yes, it's an interesting question. So like most birds, owls have four toes on each foot, two toes point forward and two toes point backward. However, owls have the special ability they can actually swing one of those back toes towards the front. And then they have three in the front and one in the back. 
And they use that generally when they're holding prey that's kind of still wiggling when they take off. Ospreys, woodpeckers, and parrots can do this as well. So owls actually have really good spatial memory, probably better than us, <laughs> for sure better than me. Um, and they carry a detailed map of their surroundings around in their brain, so they know where everything is. So this helps an owl remember where things are and where they have left things, which is super important. Yeah, because they store food. Who knew? Yeah, I yeah. Know. Uh, there are 19 species of owl that breed and nest in the United States and Canada, 13 of these species can be found in Arizona. Yep. So owls are split into two family groups. Every time I do a podcast, research for a podcast, I learn so much that I didn't yeah. know. And I didn't know that they were two family groups. And I'm going to give this a shot. The um, first group is the strag, the strag, stragidae? Strigidae. Strigidae, which are true owls. And then it's the Titanidae. Yep. Oh, wow. Good job. The barn owls. <laughs> so um, true owls versus barn owls. So you have all the other owls and you have the barn owl. So the, some of the differences um, in the two is many true owl species have ear tufts on their heads covered in feathers. They have large heads, round facial discs around the eyes. And they have yellow or orange eyes. Now, barn owls have a great heart-shaped facial disc, the presence of long, strong legs um, with powerful talons, but they have dark eyes and the absence of ear tufts. They have ears, but they don't have tufts. Right. So true owls make hooting calls. Um, If you've ever heard a barn owl, it doesn't hoot. Oh, God, no. They make this eerie sounding screams yes they do which you don't want to hear no (laughs) so habitats true owls are found worldwide except in antarctica and barn owls well they're a little sensitive to the cold and they prefer um don't like cold temperatures and they're not found in the arctic regions but they are found uh worldwide they are they're found on every continent on the planet which i was um again learned something i was surprised they prefer open places and live away from humans, which is ca- which is kind of the opposite of where they found them and why they have their name. Yep. Or where we find them. So behavior. True owls exhibit nocturnal uh, behaviors and sp- have specialized morphology for their wings. And barn owls are nocturnal. You will you rarely find them awake during the day. I'm sure there's an exception every now and then, but generally they hunt at night and they do all their whatever they need to do at night. True owls have brown or gray vertical markings and their underbellies are usually white. Barn owls are usually orange, black colored, and their breasts are white. Hunting styles. True owls are mostly seen by people as tame since they show no movement unless you are very close to them. They're ambush predators. And they're gen- although they may be elusive, they're gener- generally speaking, they're not relatively shy to people. Right. Um, I would that that we're not saying to encourage you to go up to one though. And, no, they're because they're not tame. No, not at all. They're just but, good at their job, which is remain still and camouflage, and then either attack prey or fly away. Right. So barn owls are opportunistic hunters. Um, they're elusive and shy. They fly in open areas gliding across the low grasses, locating prey by sound. 
Now there's a difference in a lifespan. Now because there's 19 species and 18 of them are true owls, um, lifespans um, on the true owls is uh, uh, varying. But on average, true owls live longer than barn owls. And barn owls live five to 10 years, and that's being generous. The average is two to three, unless it's captivity. That's yeah. where you get the longer lifespan. And Kirsten is going to um, introduce to us the biggest true owl we have. All right. This is the great horned owl. The great horned owl is Arizona's largest and most widespread owl. Known as the tiger of the sky, the great horned owl is probably the most familiar to our listeners of all the Arizona owls. I mean, I have some in my neighborhood. I know you have some in your neighborhood. They're very common even in um, suburban areas as well as in um, more forested areas. This owl actually has mottled grayish brown feathers on its wings, head, and body. It has pale cream to white underneath with brown barring, and it has a reddish brown to gray facial feathers, and a white throat patch. This will all be hard to see at night. But if you catch a glimpse of them in, in, in a flashlight or maybe in a tree during the day when they're um, roosting, then you, you, might see, you might get to see these colors better. Uh, great horned owls do have long feathers covering their legs and feet. And great horned owls are 17 to 25 inches in height. So they're, I mean, that's pretty big. The average weight of an adult is 2.6 to 3.5 pounds. The females will be the larger of uh, size-wise and heavier. The wingspan of this raptor is on average three to five feet across. So that's, that's big. That's a nice wingspan. Yeah. And it's a heavy for an owl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the great horned owls are highly adaptable birds with an incredibly diverse diet comprising of over 200 species of mammals and 300 species of birds, invertebrates, reptiles, amphibians, and fish. You know, why pick something when you got <laughs> all this stuff I, to eat? <laughs> why not just I don't eat think it all? we missed anything in that list. <laughs> no. Um, but their favorite meal of these birds are skunks, which, yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, skunks are cute. Skunks but are cute, and but they keep them in, in, in their population yeah, in control. In check. So the great horned owl is actually the only owl to regularly eat skunk. I'm thinking they probably don't have a super great sense of smell. The great horned owls, anyways. Yeah. Um, great horned owls do migrate. Uh, they live in their territory their whole lives. Uh, historically, they were once instinctively... Oh, no, sorry, not instinctively. They were once intensively hunted. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, their feathers are really beautiful. And then there's always the myth that they're eating your sheep or whatever, and they just can't do that. They're not a big enough animal to harm something like that. But now, really, the biggest threat is indirect poisoning by harmful rodenticides. And that is such a terrible shame. Um, for more information on that, please do reference our podcast that we've done before called Rodenticides, A Deadly, Deadly Decision. Decision. Yes. Um, a fun fact about the great horned owl is that they will defend their nest fiercely by hooting, hissing, grunting, and screaming. This is not something that you want to encounter. It is no. absolutely terribly no. frightening, really. It is. <laughs> Great. They impress me every time I want to cross one or watch one on a, a webcam or something. Yeah, they really are. They These are the ones that have that look on their face that get the the wise old owl. They're the ones that have that look on their face. They're not wise 
Owls are very good at being owls, but beyond that, they're not. They're not great problem solvers. <laughs> but also, one other thing about the great horned owl, I don't know if we emphasize it. They are definitely one of the ones that has an ear tuft. Yes. So uh, um, they're very prominent. But keep in mind, those are not their ears. It's just a feather that sticks up. And there's some controversy with scientists about why they have it. Is we don't know why they have it. Some people say. Some people will say that it's to help them tell which way the wind is going or make changes in their flight pattern when they're flying. So I don't think we have an actual reason why they have those little ear tufts, but they're not their ears. No, just I, you know what? I often wonder if it's like communication between owls. I think. Because you know, they lay them down, they stick them out, they do things with them if you're watching. Yep. If you have an opportunity to watch them. And owls are not social animals. So it's not like they have, they can communicate with sound, but... Considering they're a large prey animal, I don't necessarily want to cozy up to my neighbor who could kill me. Yeah. So from a distance, maybe they do use that as signaling between each other. And with um, eye color, every owl, the, the, nine, the 19 owl species in North America, their eye colors are slightly different. Yeah. And they, scientists don't know why, if that makes a difference. They don't know if the eye color helps or inhibits vision or changes the vision. Yeah. It just may be the look of the owl. It could be. And like you <laughs> said before, know. it could be some sort of communication between them and between right. species. Anyway, they don't know. Nope. So I've got the barn owl. And the barn owl is an unusual beauty. It is a medium-sized owl with a heart-shaped face and characteristic characteristic uh, pale speckled plumage. The underparts are rusty brown with dark patches. The face and under underparts range from cream to white. It's a beautiful owl. It really is very pretty. It's a very pretty bird. It has slender feathered legs and long broad wings that enable sharp agile movements. The owl is 13 to 15 inches in height. It weighs about one to uh, one pound to a pound and a half. Barn owl's wingspan is uh, 31 to 37 inches across. Now, something interesting with um, um, barn owls is there's not a big difference between the male and the female height-wise. Yeah, there isn't. The females definitely are the ones that weigh more because they are the ones that will sit on the egg and raise the chicks, so they have to have a little bit more for... Um, Room. Incubating yeah. the eggs, right. And, of course, they have to lay the eggs. So they have to have a bit more room in the skeletal area to do that. But they're, of all of the raptors, they're really close. It's very hard to tell. Just yeah. by eye, by the eye. difference. Yeah. Yeah. So barn owls occur in open grasslands, farmlands, open meadows, uh, in woodlands and woodland ed edges. They're not a very tree bird, but... Um, hence the name barn owl, because they're very nocturnal and they like to roost or nest in old buildings, barns, silos, steeples, sheds, mine and well shafts, tree cavities, caves, and uh, stacks of baled hay. Pretty Which, much anywhere they can. Pretty much anywhere that they can do it. And they like to live near areas with um, uh, where there's a lot of mice. Yeah. It's an unmissable bird. Look out for a flash of white in, open, in the open country at night. They hunt by gliding low above the ground using sight and sound to locate prey. Barn owls have asymmetrical ears, which means one ear is, is light, is a little higher than the ears, while the opposite one sits a little lower than the ears. This helps barn owls to quickly and accurately locate faint sounds. The sound 
the sounds strike each ear at a slightly, uh, slightly different times. One barn owl will eat eight mice or voles a night. That's 2,920 rodents a year. Wow. That's a lot. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's actually. good rodent control right there. Yes. Barn owls have been known to stockpile prey items, especially during nesting season. Barn owls are typically solitary birds, but um, if they tend to like their uh, mate, they'll live in pairs, yeah. but rarely more than two. Uh, barn owls are nonviolent, altruistic, and family-oriented birds when it comes to their their partners and the siblings in the nest, which I found that very interesting because that's um, owl siblings are nicer than other raptor siblings. Yeah. So barn owl siblings will care for one another while they are together, and they will actually they actually share food and they actually make sure that it's um, equally divided. And they all get that kind of care. Barn owls are often the victim of vehicle collisions, partly because they're so nocturnal, where they hunt and how they fly, because they fly low across roads. But again, their biggest threat is indirect poisoning by harmful rodenticides. Yes. So Kirsten, she's got our next most popular owl. All right. This is the flammulated owl. I'm so Which, glad you said that word. <laughs> it really, it's not a, it's, honestly, it's not a very pretty name. Um, but this little owl has flame-like markings on its wings for which it is named. They could have made it like the flame owl or something. It's yeah. better than flammulated. It's, it's not a pretty word. I don't know who names these birds. Mm, nobody asks me. However, grayer variants lack this feature. Its plumage is a mix of dark brown, gray, buff, and white, providing the perfect camouflage. It has large dark eyes and a small ear tufts that are often held flat against the head. It is six to seven inches, so way smaller than our previous owls. Um, In height, it weighs about 1.5 to 2 ounces and has a wingspan of 14 to 16, sorry, 14 to 16 inches across. The flammulated owls are migratory. Their winter here in Arizona from September to March, and they can be found in Arizona's old ponderosa pine forests, the Douglas fir and mixed conifer forests, and in amongst the aspen trees at higher elevations. So we're talking more, we're going to find these guys a little bit higher like, in our north, northern yeah, like Arizona. Yeah, for the uh, White Mountains. Yeah. Um, these owls are considered the most abundant of the forest-dwelling owls in Arizona. It's always nice to know that. And these owls are heavily dependent on mature forests. So once again, definitely more in our northern area where we have those mature forests growing. Habitat loss and rodenticides are the greatest threats to these owls. It does vocalize with twittery noises, mews, and hoots. I like, um, they're kind of similar to the screech owl noises when they make that little twittery kind of fluttery noise. I like that one. Uh, These guys are smaller than the western screech owl. This little owl often roosts in old woodpecker or sapsucker holes. And the flammulated owl eats insects like grasshoppers, crickets, beetles, spiders, ants. I can't believe they eat ants, honestly. It just seems like a lot of work for something so small. <laughs> yeah. And they like dragonflies and moths. Probably one of their favorite ones are those big, fat, heavy moths um, that are in the silk moth family. Because that I mean, that tied you over for all for, yeah. for two days. I was surprised that um, the list of insects and that... 
because um, it's a more um, nocturnal, the insects that he would find at night. Yeah, I don't know. They always know how to do it. Like grasshoppers are generally diurnal insects, but I don't know. I don't know how they do it. But and dragonflies. Yes, so. and dragonflies. I bet you dragonflies would be easier to catch at night, though, because they're going to be a little more stationary, and you're not. They're not flying around as much. Eh. All right, Cheryl's got our next guy. So I have the next one. It's a whiskered screech owl, and these guys are really cute. But you know, I just remember every time I think, "Oh, he's so cute." I remember seeing a video of a cute little owl, and I was just as probably a northern pygmy owl, and it was so adorable. And it jumped down and snagged a hummingbird, the second cutest, <laughs> the second cutest bird. And I go, oh, you're not so cute anymore. <laughs> so, so predators I, always do that to I, us. <laughs> I say that when you look at the picture, they're adorable. But trust me, they're um, they are a, a raptor through and through. The whiskered screech owl is named for the wisp. Wispy bristles at the base of their beak. It is a small owl with streaked plumage and a rounded head with short ear tufts. There is a gray morph and a rufous colored morph, which rufous is another color for um, bird talk for red rusty yeah. um, uh, colors. It has golden yellow eyes and a yellow green bill. So I found it interesting too that the owl's bills. Um, can be different colors. Mm. They're not all the same color. The height is six to eight inches. It weighs uh, 2.4 to uh, a little over uh, four ounces. It's a small owl. And the owl's wingspan is 16 to 20 inches across. So it's a little smaller than the, um, or actually it might be a little bigger. than The, the wingspan's a little, little yeah. bit bigger than uh, the flammulated owl, yeah. Yeah. These owls inhabit eastern Arizona in the dense oak woodlands and mountain forests of the uh, Madarian Sky uh, Island Mountain Range. So they have a specific area if you're going to find them. The very southeastern tip of Arizona. They are active from dusk through the night, so they're more nocturnal. They mainly prey on arthropods, including locusts, gra grasshoppers, crickets, beetles, moths, caterpillar centipedes, spiders and scorpions. I always like a bird that will get a scorpion. <laughs> they occasionally hunt small mammals, so watch out, and small birds. Your best chance to look for the, whisk the whiskered screech owl is in the sycamore groves along the canyons in the popular birding area of Madeira Canyon. And you want to listen for the evenly spaced boo hoots of this small owl. So that's just four of the 13 owls that we have in that Arizona is home to. There is a part two coming in the future. And before we say goodbye today, I just wanted to uh, remind everyone that the Phoenix Valley is home to a great raptor rehab facility. Liberty Wildlife offers rehabilitation to injured raptors such as the owls here in Arizona. So if you would like a close-up with an owl, you may visit their education center for a tour. If you find an injured owl, please keep visual contact with the injured bird. Call Liberty Wildlife. A volunteer will come out and rescue the bird. We will include Liberty Wildlife's contact information in our show notes. And again, stay tuned for part two coming in the near future.